world-class media, this is World Class. I'm your host, Travis Chappell. Here on World Class, we combine value, entertainment, and behind-the-scenes insights to bring you the most comprehensive view of what it takes to become world-class in what you do. Listen in every week as I have conversations with top business leaders, journalists, hostage negotiators, authors, comedians, producers, you name it. If they're the best at what they do, I'll have a chat with them. I believe that the best way to become world-class is to learn from those who already are. And that's exactly what we do here on the show. You'll learn the skills that you need to master, the mindset that you need to adopt, the work you need to put in, all from people who have walked the road before you. So get ready to learn, be motivated, and most importantly, have a good time because you're listening to World Class. Hey, what's up, guys? In the last video, we talked about how podcasts can make money, but there's one monetization tool that we really didn't get to dive into a lot and that a lot of people don't really take advantage to to the fullest. So, Travis, tell us about this hidden monetization tool that nobody uses. Yeah, for sure. And to be fair, this is one of the things that I also struggled with when I was starting my podcast. I didn't... I didn't really see the value in it. I just was like, man, everybody and their mom starts one of these things. Why would I jump into this space? It's not really what I want to be doing, but it turned out to be one of the best decisions decisions that I made in my business, and that is starting a Facebook group. Um, and so I, I, we want to talk about monetization for uh, to, to just kind of highlight how important it is to have a group as a part of your business. And even if you don't have a podcast, it's just another platform, right? So we, I'm, I'm always talking about platforms because I don't, I don't necessarily care if you start a podcast or you're on YouTube or do IGTV or a blog or whatever it is. I'm just saying that it's important to have some form of a platform, a way to get your voice out. Um, and like some form of a stage, whether it's like an actual stage or a virtual stage, it doesn't matter. And uh, a Facebook group is just another one of those potential platforms. Another way for you to be able to get in touch with your ideal client, with your ideal customer, um, and provide something of value totally for free right. and build a relationship with them. And Facebook groups are a really, really great way to do that. Um, and I just don't find that a lot of people are using them at all. And then a lot of people who are using them are using them ineffectively because they think that it they think that it matters that they have, you know, tens of thousands of people in their group and uh, they don't worry about the actual quality of the group, which at that point is completely useless. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's one of those underutilized tools and, and but it's a very powerful one that a lot of people should be and probably are not using. Okay, so you kind of hinted the fact that a lot of people don't use them properly, and I know a lot of groups that I'm in, it's just self-promotion central. So there's, there's right. people, just drop a link, for podcast groups especially, it's... Hey, here's my new episode. Here's my new episode. Here's my new episode. And they just treat it like a Facebook page basically to blast out right. you know, their own content for their own interests. So um, what is maybe like two or three types of posts that people can do that are useful and tend to get good engagement within a podcast um, Facebook group? Yeah, you always have to think about your audience. And that's the problem with the self-promotion groups and the people that jump in. And like a lot of people will, 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 will start a Facebook group off of their content, whether it be, you know, their email list or their podcast or YouTube channel or whatever it is. And they use it as just purely a place to promote stuff to their right. audience. That's not what your audience wants. Your audience wants more of the stuff that you're giving away for free on your show. So stop looking at your Facebook group as a way to gather a bunch of people in your audience and then promote a bunch of stuff to them. That's not what your Facebook group is for. Your Facebook group is for continuing to develop relationships with the people who are, who are consuming the content that you're putting out and in a much better way, by the way, than the actual content platform that it's itself most of the time. 
Um, especially if you're a podcaster, because at least on YouTube, you can have people leave comments and like or dislike your video. And there's other ways to get feedback on the content that you're creating. But if you're a podcaster, there really isn't uh, Apple Podcasts right. is that's one thing that podcasting is not very good at is, is allowing people to leave feedback on your stuff. All I can do is leave a rating and review. There's no way for them to actually leave feedback on a particular episode um, or go like something or anything like that. So wherever you take people from becoming a number and turning them into an actual person, that part doesn't really matter. Like you, but you have to do it. You have to be able to migrate your audience across platforms, meaning that you have to be able to take them from a podcast audience and move them into your email list or take your email list and move them into your Facebook group or take your Facebook group and move them into Instagram followers. Like whatever it is, you want to migrate your audience across various platforms because you have to think about what if, what if podcast Armageddon happened? Right? Like like Apple Podcasts for whatever reason just shuts down or or, or even worse, maybe they suspend your RSS feed because you didn't follow some stupid rule that you didn't even know existed. Like these are things that can actually happen. And you see people get shadow banned on on different uh, social platforms, but you see people get actually banned from certain platforms. Like at the end of the day, you don't own YouTube. You don't own Apple Podcasts. Right. You don't own any of those things. And so um, it's your best bet to move those audiences around to be able to get in touch with them very in, through various ways of forms of communication. And uh, while email is really the only one that you legitimately own that's yours to do what you want with, um, you know, obviously if you're adhering to government regulations on email lists. Um, but uh, for the most part, it's yours, right? Um, if you're going to go on a platform that is still subject to somebody else's stuff, like that's basically going to be the majority of your decision making. Right. Um, and Facebook groups, I think, are just one of the best ways to do that. I think Facebook is constantly making changes and updates and upgrades to Facebook groups. Um, I think that they reward you for using Facebook groups. Well, I think um, Zuckerberg was actually talking, I think he's still talking about doing it as, is moving it to primarily be groups and making everything else temporary content. I read something like that a, like a few months ago. Yeah. I don't know how much of my time I would say is spent in various places, but I, I would have to think that the majority of my time is spent in groups at this point. I don't think I ever go to my timeline. Yeah, like I, my I log speed, in and yeah, go to my group. It stopped <laughs> being the thing that people looked at. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like most people just go into Facebook groups and use the groups themselves. Um, but uh, so if you're a content creator, I, I would highly suggest using a Facebook group, but only if you're going to do it the right way. And it's very similar to all their forms of content. Right. And uh, one of the thing, one of the mistakes that I see people make with their Facebook group is they go for numbers right off the bat and they just want to get as many people as they possibly can. So they start adding their entire friends list and they have 3,000 friends and they start going through and adding everybody to their list or adding everybody to their group. And I don't necessarily think that it's a bad idea to eventually add people into your group that you think might be a good fit and get some value out of it. But at first, there's zero value that's happening in a group. Right. Um, so you have to think about what is, what's the value that my audience wants and how can I create that for them in this free environment? And I've tried out a few things, um, and, uh, I, I came to realize that it's not just for knowledge. It's not just for content. The reason that Facebook groups are powerful is because it's for the community aspect. Like they can get content on my podcast. We right. I do a ton of content on my podcast and it's probably better than just a random Facebook live that I'm going to do on a Thursday afternoon or something like that. So, uh, cause I mean, one time I tried to, I, I brought in like four different guest speakers and we were doing daily Facebook lives in my Facebook group for like three months. And the engagement actually went down in the group, mm -hmm. uh, from doing those Facebook lives. And it taught me a big lesson around the fact that some, like most people aren't in Facebook groups for education. 
most people are in Facebook groups for community. They're in Facebook groups for support. They're in Facebook groups for feedback, for engagement. And so if you can't foster a group that has engagement, that has real people in there getting to know each other and helping each other out and supporting each other in their endeavors, then you're probably not going to have a successful Facebook group going forward. Um, If it's only just the way for you to get in touch with your audience and promote your new podcast episodes, that's when you have a Facebook group that has like 12,000 people in it and like an average of one like per post and (laughs) zero comments. You know what I mean? It's just so many people don't take advantage of the platform in the right way. Right. Yeah, so essentially your podcast, YouTube channel, all that is your one-way communication versus a group being two-way or right. almost one-way them to you in right. a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and multi just because they can talk to everybody else in the group. So in my Facebook group, what I did is I have everybody that comes in. Obviously, I can't enforce it, but the, the big suggestion that I give to everybody that comes into the group is create your Calendly link, which is a, a scheduler, right? You can use Acuity or Schedule Once or Calendly or any of these types of scheduling systems and post like a 10-minute event type, like like a 10 minute spot in your calendar where people can come in and book a call with you and just chat, get to know each other, zero agenda, right? It's not a sales call. Do not try to sell people your stuff, right? Like this is only an opportunity to get to know another individual. It's an opportunity to make a profile picture turn into a person. Right. We've all been in like that in that scenario where like the only way you've communicated with somebody for like six months is through their profile picture and then you meet them in real life and they don't even look like their profile picture. Like so if you can connect with somebody outside of the platform on the one on one call, but you met them inside of the platform, now when you go see when you see that that person posted in the group you're way more likely to comment. You're way more likely to be supportive of their endeavor. You're way more likely to give some advice or some feedback and be more engaged. And so what I realized was that the importance of Facebook groups is people getting to know each other. So fostering an environment where that's the main push. It has, it has way less to do with me as the group leader and way more to do with every single person that's in the group because that's what they're built for. They're, they're built for community. They're not built for like you know, everybody listen to me because I'm the group leader or whatever. Right. So I think that that's, that's one huge thing. And one, one thing that people don't realize is if you can get people to connect with each other with the only common denominator of the connection being you, that's nothing but good for you, your business and your brand. And it may not come in the form of, you know, a sale, like a sale of your new product or service in the next, you know, seven days, but it will continue to push forward your brand. Cause at that point, when people are having these connection calls, usually one of the first things they talk about is, Hey, how did you hear about Travis? Or how did you hear about the build your network community? How did you hear about this group? Right? So now I'm, I'm being put out as like a topic of conversation for people and they use it as a, as a commonality point. Like we, we understand the, the social dynamics, right? We understand how important it is to find commonalities with other people that we come across. And so if you can be that commonality that allows you to hold like a, a different place in those people's relationship where you were the connection point. You were, you were the, you were, like I said, the common denominator that was able to start that relationship off. And that might have been your only interaction in that relationship. But now like those people are, you know, say two people meet in a group and they get together and start a business together and ends up being successful. Like they're always going to talk about the fact that they met in your group. You know what I mean? There's real value to connecting people to other people without having to worry about, you know, well, do I need to create a ton more content? Do I need to go live three times a week? Like how do I make it valuable? Focus on the people in the group and incentivize engagement, not just straight up numbers. Incentivize people engaging on posts and commenting and liking and posting in the group and getting to know other people. Incentivize the, incentivize those types of things. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. No, and it is definitely something where you want to create an environment where people want to ask their own questions and post their own 
content and engagement, you know what I mean? Create right. engagement on their own because right. that's where people are really going to, are really going to shine is, is when they get to go in and say like, Hey, I've been thinking about this. What do you guys think? Um, and you know, as long as you can avoid, like, I think the number one killer when I'm in a Facebook group is when it's just a bunch of people just indiscriminately posting their sure. agenda of like, and, and that's another, know. that's a reason to keep it private, right? You know, keep your exactly. group private, have some rules in there. If people violate the rules, delete the post. If they violate the, po- the rules, you know, more than one or two times, then just remove them from the group because they're probably only there. They probably joined a hundred groups and went and posted links in all of them. <laughs> to a hundred groups. That's, yeah. that's like how they're going to build their, right. their new MLM that they're in. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, and and by the way, I'm speaking from personal experience on that. I did the exact same thing when right. I started my first MLM experience when I was like 19 years old or however long ago that was. Um, and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work for a reason because that's called spam. And spam usually doesn't work. So you want to focus on relationships, not just how many clicks can I get to this link or whatever. Um, awesome. Or else you're going to diminish your results in, in, in the groups. But cool. yeah, when you have an entire group of people that are in there for one common cause or mission you know, uh, in my case, networking with each other, um, then, uh, they, they tend to, they tend to give you the, um, attention when you start posting in the group as well. So that's right. a great way for that. I've gotten to know my audience. I do, I do random and often, uh, uh, post polls in there, uh, for people to go in and give me some feedback on something new that I'm wanting to launch or a new idea, or maybe some cover art for a new podcast or a book or something like that. It's a great way for me to stay connected with my audience and give some form of exclusive content to them because I will post stuff in there that I don't post on my regular Facebook. I'll give them a heads up on something that I'm creating that I think is cool. I'll give them a sneak peek on something that I'm creating that I think is cool that I don't do to the public that I don't post on my Instagram. It's all only in my Facebook group. So there's some exclusivity there to some of the stuff that I'm creating. But the main factor is that they can jump in and engage with and get to know other members of the community who are up to big things and doing really cool cool stuff with their life. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that it's a completely underrated uh, way to, to uh, get people. And I, I just think that people automatically just write it off. I, I was not going to start a, a group when I started, uh, but John Lee Dumas convinced me that it was a good idea. And now so I just like decided three. to <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Now I have, now I have multiple of them, but, um, and <laughs> my, and my biggest one is only like 1600 people. It's not a crazy right. amount of people, but it's but a it really highly good engaged, engaged yeah, right. group. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And, um, I think a good spot to end with this is like, we don't really talk about stuff we aren't doing. So, um, if you do want to see this in action somewhere in the comments or in the description, we'll have a link to the build your network community where people can jump in, see how the group runs. Um, yeah. is this going to be somebody who watches this jumps in and posts a link to their, <laughs> yeah, their content us. right away. But, but, um, that's or definitely you can also find it at travischapel.com slash group. So really simple yeah. URL to, to type in there. But yeah, TravisChapel.com slash group, or there's probably going to be a link around to this video somewhere. But yeah, lots of great people in there. Get in there, create your Cali link, post it in there, and start scheduling some calls with some other people in there because it's a really great community of folks. Awesome. Cool. Well, if you guys have any more questions, be sure to leave them in the comments, ask us in the group, um, or um, just shoot us a message. And we'd love to talk to you guys and, and see what you're asking and give a good answer. So yep. thanks, guys. Catch you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of World Class. World Class is hosted by me, Travis Chappell, and produced by Eric Skorzynski. It is a world-class media production. At World Class Media, we produce top-rated podcasts for seven to nine-figure entrepreneurs, executives, real estate investors, and content creators. So if you want your own show, 
You have the budget to create one, but you just don't have the time or the team to figure it out, then go to travischapel.com slash make my podcast. That's travischapel, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com slash make my podcast. And let's chat to see if we'd be a good fit to work together. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, peace out and stay world-class.